tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. So just momo it. MTN. Hello, good afternoon. This is the Midday News. The news is live on Joy 99.7 in Accra, Love 99.5 in Kumasi. Affiliates across Ghana's 16 regions, including Jubilee Radio Keta, Sun City Radio Keta, Saboba FM Saboba, and A1 Radio Bolgatanga. We are live on Twitter Spaces, Facebook Live Stream, and my Joy Online Interactive app. The Midday News is sponsored by Duraplus Ghana Limited, producers of quality PVC pipes and water tank. Where Duraplus goes, water flows. Coming up, expect no operational cut in government expenditure. Professor Bopping hints ahead of 2023 media budget review as he says government lacks commitment to enforce this. If government was going to signal that we should have seen that in the IMF program, because government preached one thing that they were cutting on allowance, they were cutting on this, but it's not in the program. There's more as Guta calls for the cancellation of COVID-19 and special input levies post-2023 mid-year review. COVID-19 came to solve a problem, and we, uh, we, we were talked to, and we accepted. And so, once it is not there, it is only right that we take it out of the table. We'll take you to Parliament. Also, 15 billion CDs worth of financial irregularities uncovered by the Auditor General in the 2022 audit report of ministries and state agencies. More as the report admits it will be difficult to recover over 47 million CDs of the amount. We've got details, plus tell you why the Auditor General is directing GRA to take legal action against some oil marketing companies for failing to pay debt of over 300 million CDs. Also, in this package, governing MPP bars, ministers, MMDCE, CEOs of state-owned enterprises from acting as polling agents for presidential aspirants in the August 26th Superdelegates Congress. So delegate is to more than one vote. That's why when you do the deduction and categorization, you realize that the national 
council committee members will drop. We'll share the other guidelines announced by the party with you and in sports. The Joy Sports team brings to you the Media Thought Leadership event, which is aimed at resolving the Ghana Premier League's low patronage. And Defence Minister Dominic Nitawul assures the Ghana Armed Forces has no interest in staging a coup, urging Ghanaians who want change to do so when the country goes for elections next year. We cannot accept the use of force or arms by any individual or group of individuals because they so have arms. Those days are gone. If there is a bad government, let the people vote at that bad government. Meanwhile, ECOWAS has issued a one-week ultimatum to the military regime in Niger to return the country to constitutional rule or they'll be forced out. In the event the authorities' demands are not met within one week, take all measures necessary to restore constitutional order in the Republic of Niger. Such measures may include the use of force. We've got details of these and more here on the Midday News with me, Bernice Abubeidulansa. Thanks for choosing us. This is Joy News, independent, fearless and credible. It's a pleasure to have you here. The details now. Professor of Finance at the University of Ghana, Professor Gottfried Bopping, has hinted there may be no operational cuts in government expenditure in the 2023 mid-year budget review. Finance Minister Ken Ofriata is expected to present the budget shortly, but ahead of that, some experts have been sharing their expectations in the following news desk report. Cut down on expenditure. Get fund is going to be treated better. E-levy should go. There are different expectations of a cross-section of Ghanaians. As many hope their concerns will be addressed in the mid-year budget review. Some stakeholders say, following government's domestic debt exchange program and the IMF bailout, the macroeconomic framework of the economy is gradually turning. Economics' Dr. Ishmael Yamsen, however, fears the economic engine will soon grind to a halt. We have consistently spent more than the revenue we raised. Mm. I, I don't believe that by 2025, this economy will be showing any great signs of full recovery. The financial sector continues to reel from the exercise with the central bank governor, Ernest Addison, revealing a huge loss of over 60 billion Ghana cities in its 2022 financial report. The cocoa bills and the dollar-denominated bills. So all of these have an impact on the Bank of Ghana's accounts. Can confirm that we will make a significant loss. The demand for physical discipline and the need to cut down some taxes is widespread. Professor Godfrey Bokwin is an economist and finance professor at the University of Ghana Business School. I'm rather expecting that government would match the standard VAT rate with the street levies and peg it at below 18%. Then also COVID-19 health levy has to go. E-levy should go. The business community eagerly awaits a friendly working environment through the reduction of the monetary policy rate. Listen to Guta President Dr. Joseph Obey. We have to be able to sustain and entrench the stability of the currency as it is now. We also have to bring down the monetary policy rate well, the finance minister has hinted at several measures to stimulate growth and ensure physical discipline. He has also promised to provide social interventions for the vulnerable and undertake post-budget engagement to explain policies to the public.
That was a news desk report. Let's head to Parliament now. Parliamentary Affairs Correspondent Kwekwa Sante is there for us. Kwekwa Sante, when is the House expected to hear the presentation? The sitting has just resumed. The Speaker of Parliament just walked and it's expected that very soon the Finance Minister will do that presentation of the media budget review. A number of MPs who attended that uh, early morning event of the inauguration of the Citizens Bureau are now also filing into Parliament to do the presentation. There's a crack team of government officials coming in today, led by the Chief of Staff itself, Madame Akusia Oparifema. And she is the one leading the team of MPs, ministers from government to lead this presentation. And the big question in Parliament today are whether or not there are going to be any new taxes. Is the finance minister going to ask for money? In fact, the indication we have gotten before the presentation even will begin is that no such thing will happen. But knowing what we know about budget presentation, certain things could change in the very last minute. And so those things are things that have not confirmed yet. But the Speaker of Parliament has just walked in. And any moment from now, we expect that the Speaker will call on the finance minister, Ken Ufuriata, who has been in the House from about 10 o'clock a.m. to do that presentation, Benny. And Kweku, just for the benefit of those who may just be hearing about this meeting that you made reference to in a minute, just tell us what the meeting was about. The Citizens Bureau was organized by the Parliament of Ghana to inaugurate what will be as a link between the people and the Parliament of Ghana, CSOs as well in particular. And so they had to do that. I just see the majority leader also also working now. There has also been a meeting between the Finance Ministry and members of Parliament to have an understanding of what exactly this budget is going to entail so that there are no surprises. That has also, also concluded. And so as we speak, MPs on both sides feel really like they are into the budget. They have an idea what the finance minister is going to present and that there will be no surprises. That is the kind of refrain we've heard from MPs on both sides. No surprises, no surprises. And so both meetings, one to inaugurate the Citizens Bureau, concluded, one to meet MPs and have an understanding of what exactly the budget will entail, has also concluded. So what is left is for the Speaker of Parliament, who is now seated to now invite Ken Oforiata to do the presentation. We'll leave it here for now, Kwekwa Santi, but we stay in Parliament because Joy Business News Editor George Riafe is there for us. George, what are we picking up from this meeting? Is there any information that we could share now? What should we expect? Well, the status quo hasn't changed that much with respect to what we had earlier uh, briefed uh, members or actually briefed you in terms of what we are likely uh, to get when the minister appears before the House some few minutes from now to update us on how he is going to go forward for the next half of the year. Basically, he's going to review the fiscal outlook for the next of the year and also update members of parliament how things are fed for the full year, that is, with respect to the first six months of this year and also going into the next final half of the year, what are things going to look like in terms of the fiscal data? Again, as we and he explained that there are strong indications that he would not ask that he introduce new taxes, but rather with the existing taxes that are in place, how can they be enforced or maybe some administrative review of these taxes to ensure that we get the best in terms of revenue? So nothing much has really changed in terms of um, what we have explained to you earlier. On. And, but again, the, the caveat here is that if previous instances anything to go by where things have changed last minute from what has transpired so far there wouldn't be a supplementary budget it would be heavy on the imf program 
and how that program is going to help turn around the economy. Again, he's going to give data to support government's claims that the economy is showing signs of recovery. And so these are some of the things that we're going to hear the finance minister talk about when he comes before the House mm. in a few minutes from now to okay. update us on the mid-year review of the 2023 budget. Joy News Business Editor George Riafi there. Uh, Joy Business, rather, News Editor George Riafi there. He'll stay in Parliament with Kuku Asante for us. And we've got our team on the ground to bring you the very best in terms of coverage. Also in-house, we've got our analysts right here on standby. So you want to stay with us here on Joy 99.7 FM and on the Joy News Channel on TV. In a related development... More than 15 billion cities in irregularities have been uncovered in the operations of public boards, corporations and other statutory institutions for 2022. The amount represents a 13% or 2.4 billion CD reduction from the 2021 figure of 17.48 billion CDs. This is contained in the Auditor General's report of state boards, corporations and other statutory institutions. There's more in the following report. Out of the irregularities, the recoverable amount represented 99.69%, with the administrative portion being 47.3 million cities, representing 0.31%. This amount cannot be recovered and it is made up of procurement and other irregularities which were mainly in the area of outstanding debts, loans, amount recoverable, cash, payroll, procurement, tax, stores, and contracts. Irregularities have been a regular feature of the public boards and corporations from 2018 to 2022, during which over 53.87 billion cities of such cases were recorded. From 3 billion cities in 2018, the number of irregularities gradually increased to 17.5 billion cities in 2021 before dropping to 15.1 billion cities in 2022. The report underlined that the administrative irregularities did not connote loss of funds. The recoverable amounts, however, constituted intergovernmental agency debts, other overdue receivables, locked up investment, and paid taxes unretired interest and advances and loans given to employees of various institutions. The absence of effective debt collection policies, non-existence of credit controls to recover the debt and management in different posture towards loan recovery contributed significantly to the irregularities, according to the Auditor General. Out of the 23.51 million cities cash irregularities, 14.47 million cities came from unrecovered tax advances paid to employees of the Ghana Water Company Limited. Carlos Caloni with that report. That's more on the Auditor General because he's directed the Ghana Revenue Authority to take legal action against some oil marketing companies for failing to meet their debt obligations. Michael E. Carlos Caloni joins me in studio for more on this. Tell us more about these infractions, Carlos. All right, so the Auditor General's review of reshadow files and the cash book disclosed that 18 oil marketing companies actually defaulted in honoring their reshadow debt totaling some 327 million 
636,067 Ghana cities and 53 pesos, as approved by the Commissioner General. It also recommended that the Commissioner Customs should use legal means to collect the outstanding amount of the 327,636,067 Ghanaian cities and 53 pesos from the defaulting OMCs together with the appropriate penalties under Section 71 of the Revenue Administration Act. Now, oil marketing companies who lift fuel have 21 days plus a grace period of four working days following the lifting period to settle their liability. The Auditor General also review of information also showed that the Integrated Customs Management System, that is ICOMS, disclosed that nine OMCs did not pay duties and taxes, totaling some 886,355,813 Ghana cities and 51 pesos on about 53,807,950 liters of fuel lifted for the period. That's my colleague Carlos Caloni giving us details of a directive by the Auditor General to the Ghana Revenue Authority to take legal action against some oil marketing companies for failing to meet their debt obligations. This is the Midday News on Joy 99.7 FM. To some politics now. Seven ministers of state, metropolitan, municipal and district chief executives, as well as chief executive officers of state-owned enterprises, will not be allowed... Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boostbytaxday to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. To act as polling agents for presidential aspirants in the August 26 Super Delegates Congress of the Governing New Patriotic Party. Also, all qualified delegates will be entitled to just one vote, regardless of dual roles they play. So, for example, if a minister doubles as an MP, he can only vote once. This, this is contained in the guidelines released by the party ahead of elections, which will trim the presidential hopefuls to five. Colleague editor Elton Brobe joins me in studio for more on this. What are some of the additional measures adopted by the party? So, we've spoken about one, one man, one vote. There's also... Uh, the fact that the Electoral Commission would enforce and adhere to restricting delegates from taking their phones to the ballot booth. The Electoral Commission should also use complex serial numbers to avoid ballots being traced to voters. There's been concerns in the past mm. where how certain people were voted, were traced, and they were discriminated. Now, the Electoral Commission should also deny influencers. I don't know who these influencers are. And macho men, according to the, doc, uh, the, the statement, access to the voting center. Again, the Electoral Commission should administer only work-in standard practice. Presiding officers should not call out names of delegates in the queue to vote at the polling center. So these are some of the directives to the Electoral Commission ahead of the polls. And despite resistance by some of the aspirants, this will still be a decentralized election. How is it expected to be held in the various regions? So for example, the Asante region will hold yes at the KNUST uh, campus, Kumasi. The Asante region holds the largest uh, voter population in this contest. Ahafo, Pastoral Center, Goa. So if we come to the, uh, for example, Central region, uh, Pampasia Hotel, Cape Coast, Greater Accra, Accra Senior High School, and there's also a special designated polling center at the party headquarters for some designated individuals. And finally, is there room for proxy voting? 
There is. There will be proxy voting, and the deadline for the submission of application is Wednesday, 2nd August 2023 at 5 p.m. To successfully file for proxy, one should show proof of absence, evidence of travel outside the country, medical report, and other documents evidence. An affidavit must accompany every application. Proxy list will be published in the newspapers for public information and verification. Any false affidavit according to the statement is a criminal offense and will be reported to appropriate authorities when a challenge is raised. Only delegates to the Electoral College shall have the right to vote by proxy, plus other elaborate conditions set forth by the party. Mm, you just had editor here, Joe News, Elton Brobe, spell out the guidelines um, announced by the New Patriotic Party ahead of the August 26th Delegates Congress. Now, Director of Elections of the party, Evans Nimaku, says the process has been structured to ensure fairness. But considering the fact that there are some people who fall in two or more categories, you don't repeat them. So you realize that the former general who is a member of parliament, who is a minister, would be voting in all these categories. But when you look at the parties, Article 8, we talked about the election of the presidential candidate. It tells you that no delegate is entitled to more than one vote. That's why when you do the deduction and categorization, that's Director of Elections and Research at the NPP, Evans Namaku. He's also been saying that all concerns raised by the aspirants have been addressed. Now, a commercial court division of the Accra High Court has granted the Attorney General's injunction application against Cassius Mining. Cassius Mining's $300 million international arbitration. Attorney General Godfrey Yabwadame filed an application seeking an order of interim injunction restraining the mining firm, an Australian-owned one, from instituting or pursuing any arbitration outside Ghana under the prospecting license agreement dated December 28, 2016. Richard Kojonyaku is in court for us. Richard, first, bring us up to speed uh, on the background of this case. Well, so, Benis, it will be recalled that earlier in the year, Cassius Mining instituted international arbitration against the government of Ghana at a permanent court of arbitration, claiming about 300 million U.S. dollars, which was suspended following objection by the AG. Notwithstanding this, the Australian-owned company has made attempts at resorting to other international arbitration forums to pursue its quest of instituting international arbitration against Ghana. So, faced with this legal stumbling block in the pursuit of um, this um, court of arbitration against Ghana, Cassius Mining, instead of returning to Ghana to continue with the ongoing arbitration, resorted to the Ghana Arbitration Center. And the court today agreed with the Attorney General and granted the injunction that was filed against Cassius Mining. And Richard, you're also awaiting the court's ruling on the submission of no case in a Maslow case. What's the update on that? Well, so Ben, the court in a few minutes will be giving its ruling on the submission of no case by lawyers for the former CEO of Maslock, Ferdinand Atsionu. The former CEO is being tried in abstention, and so the court has started giving its ruling and will bring you up to speed on that. Finally, Asen North MP James Chachikwason is expected in court. Any update on that as well? That case is at 1 p.m., and we are expecting that the Asen North MP would be in court at 1. Richard Kujanyako joining us from the courts. This is the Midday News on Joy 99.7 FM. is brought to you by Duroplast Ghana Limited.
just gone by expect no operational cut in government expenditure. Professor Bokbin hints ahead of 2023 media budget review as he says government lacks commitment to enforce this. And still to come, Defence Minister assures the Ghana Armed Forces has no interest in staging a coup, urging Ghanaians who want change to do so when the country goes for elections next year. We cannot accept the use of force or arms by any individual or a group of individuals because they so have arms. Those days are gone. If there is a bad government, let the people vote at that bad government. Meanwhile, ECOWAS has issued a one-week ultimatum to the military regime in Niger to return the country to constitutional rule or they'll be forced out. In the event the authorities' demands are not met within one week, take all measures necessary to restore constitutional order in the Republic of Niger. Such measures may include the use of force. Imagine say water wake up at dawn. You know both. You know chop. Where it vanish for your area for two weeks. Uh-huh. You not get one drop safe inside your tank. Hey. Our life was in dangerous. Only our neighbor gets water with water tank. Water tank? Yes, water tank. Mama mia. That water tank gets meter for checking water level. That water tank be fine past Kumasi Selenium. <laughs> that water tank be tough like Ghana Army. That water tank, they carry water, pepe, pepe. So say some logo left inside the supply tank. Mm. What a tank. That's my boss, Mr. Foncho Gotor. <laughs> Beautiful, durable. With water level indicator and accurate volume of water. Water tank. What a tank. By Duraplast. I'm grateful that you stayed here on the Midday News on Joy 99.7 FM with me, Bernice Abubedulansa. It's now time for sports and Mubarak Haruna is here. Thank you very much, Bernice. Now, we at Joy Sports are looking to contribute our quota to improve local football across all levels, which is why at 6 p.m. tonight, we will bring to you our media thought leadership event themed Phil GPL Centers, The Challenge solutions and presenting our findings. Nathaniel Arthur is the thought leadership editor at the Multimedia Group. In other parts of the world, and I'm talking about the advanced leagues of the world, every time a problem comes up, the scientific approach is used. So I do not see the reason why we cannot do the same if we're here and we have challenges confronting us. So this time we're using a different strategy. We don't want to go and guess. We don't want to go and assume that this is the cause or that is the cause. We want to use a scientific approach and that is how we've uh, run everything so far. So all of the data that has been collected will be analyzed on, on the night. And of course, we're getting all the contributions coming from the major players and the major actors within this space so that we have a proper appreciation of 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 the problems at the ongoing women's world cup nigeria have advanced to the last 16 of the tournament after their goalless draw with ireland back to you benny thank you now over 500 school pupils at Dawenya in the ningo pram pram district of the greater Accra region are currently at home because black flies have invaded the area bites from these flies can cause vision loss fever rashes among other diseases now assembly member for the north Dawenya electoral area moses nikuto says the situation worsens by day especially as com- at, in communities closer to water bodies. For the past weeks, I've received the report. The number has been reduced because complaints kept coming, especially from communities that are closer 
to the water body, we have Dawenya Dam. They are, we have communities that are closer to the dam. Those areas are heavily infected, or they have invaded the place in large quantities. Moses Nikuto is Assembly Member for North Dawenya Electoral Area. MP for Ningo Pram Pram Sam George says he's collaborating with health authorities to contain the situation. We're told that they want to do further entomological studies to determine the species of black fly, even though it's been determined as the black fly, but they say they have different species, the forest and then the savannah. My office is working with the Health Directorate and the Environmental Health and Safety Directorate as well to intensify public sensitization. You had MP for Ningo Pram Pram, Sam George there. Meanwhile, Health Director for Ningo Pram Pram, Gifty Oforiansa, has revealed that new communities are being invaded. She says surveillance has been intensified as a result. She's appealing to residents to be alert. So we are actively on the ground. We are actually, um, as we educate the community, we are asking them to report to us if they they are seeing the presence of the flies in their community. And so we are compiling a list of communities that we are receiving complaints from. You have that gifty of Oforiansa, health director for Ningo Pram Pram. Away from that story, Ghana's Minister of Defense, Dominic Nitiwul, has ruled out a military coup in the face of increasing takeovers of democratically elected governments in parts of West Africa. Last week, presidential guards in Niger deposed President Mohamed Bazoum's administration, making the country the fifth in the sub-region to experience this in recent times. In reaction, military chiefs from Ghana and other West African countries under ECOWAS have begun consultations on a possible deployment of military forces to restore constitutional order in Niger. President of the ECOWAS Commission, Omar Toure, relaying the decisions taken by the regional body, has ordered the junta to hand over power in one week or they will be forced out. Consider the illegal detention of President Bazoum as a hostage situation and hold the authors of the attempted coup d'etat solely and fully responsible for the safety and security of His Excellency President Mohamed Bazoum, as well as members of his family and government. In the event the authorities' demands are not met within one week, take all measures necessary to restore constitutional order in the Republic of Niger. Such measures may include the use of force. To this effect, the chiefs, the chiefs of defense staff of ECOWAS are to meet immediately. Last president of the ECOWAS Commission, Omar Toure, but dean of academic affairs at the Ghana Armed Forces Command and Staff College, Professor Vladimir Intridanza, doubts the measures adopted by the regional body will change anything in Niger. Well, in the first place, it didn't come to me as a surprise. Uh, some of your sister stations interviewed me some time back and um, I predicted that Niger is a, a country we must be watching, that there is the possibility of a coup in Niger because if I, I looked at the ground situation, I knew that there was always the possibility of a, a coup in Niger. So for me, it didn't come as a surprise, number one. Number two, what it means for the West African situation is, or the security situation in West Africa is that we must now start understanding things that make for a coup. A region where all the ingredients for coups are always there. More so the interventions that we are putting up in those areas are weird interventions. 
That's Dean of Academic Affairs at the Ghana Armed Forces Command and Staff College, Professor Vladimir Inchidanso. So with the rising concern that stable democracy such as Ghana may fall victim to extremist activity, the Defence Minister Dominic Nitu believes the Ghanaian military is professional and will not be interested in any coup d'etat. We, we're waiting for the direction from the commander-in-chiefs of the various armed forces across the globe. And if, there is a, if the decision is to use force, the armed forces will, of every country will contribute troops to use that force. I th- Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC.